Yo, yo, what up, what up? It's OC, part of the DITC Immortals, and you're rocking with the Tissue and the J podcast, the voice for hip hop conservation through conversation. So respect, he holds his ear. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Yeah, you know, shit is wild. <laughs> Can't complain though, I'm alive. Healthy and all of that. Know what I'm saying? Just trying to do my thing. Praise the all. Bust it, that nigga Slick Rick said. I waited long time sweating it. I got jerk, but now I'm getting it. Hazy like asthma, bizarre disaster. Stress almost held me down from being the master, the pastor, preacher, poet, a teacher. It's been so long. Like Monifa, believe that. I'm needed in rapping. I breathe this. Some pick up a microphone and can't even achieve this. Oscar award winning. Your shit, I'm bored with it. Stop copycatting, son. Why? Cause your dog did it. Get your own lingo. Make up your own jingo. Ten years later, you be biting my single. Primo. Downtown swinging, intervening on the board, set some mill steaming. Yeah, catch the vibe like a tribal dance. In the clubs on the low with the b-boy stance. Money rubbing with a shorty, got bummed by a chump. Tell him step off, I'm doing the hump. Yeah, I say it's my world, and I won't stop. And if you stand in my way, you're bound to get dropped. We love y'all show. I mean, I, I love y'all show, man. Like, I love tissue and the tape. Yeah, and we love tissue in the tape too. Matter of fact, we really love our audience. We are doing our thing. Of course, we are back. Tissue in the tape is here. We're excited. Filmatic. Tissue in the tape. Tissue in the tape. Tissue in the tape. Yeah, yeah, baby, what's good? Man, it's the world-famous T-I-T-T. It's home team in the motherfucking house. No question. Yes, no sir, question. we are it's in like... here. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, first show of the new year, man. We, we up in this zone. Man, that's right, man. We, we want to send a shout-out to everybody that rocks with us. Everybody that's been rocking with us for... Uh, the duration of our, our time with Hip Hop 365 with Tissue and the Tape, you name it, we you know we 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 fooling <laughs> with everybody, man. No doubt. So, man, what what's your new year looking like? Hey, man, you know I'm I'm all about uh, expanding the brand, yo, just any way possible. Uh, got got some got got some treats uh, left over from. 2016 that we we gonna drop off probably tomorrow to the people. Yeah, you know I mean, always got a couple of gems, uh, jewels if you will, um, uh, store for the people. So we making that happen. Um, we about to get 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 it. Yeah, man. I mean, we we definitely are, are, are ready, man. So I mean, you quarterback this thing, man. Let's go. Yeah. You know, you know, you know. Yo, yo. You. 
Yes, yes. What's going? What's going on? <laughs> what's going on? OC. Peace, peace. What's good, man? Are you family? Nothing much, man. Man, you, you, you uh, you, you're on tissue in the tape. I'm, I'm vod, and this is Phil, man. Thank you for taking some time out to talk to us. No doubt, man. Hey, happy New Year, B. Happy New Year, man. Yeah. Happy I'm, New I'm Year to you, too, man. It, man. <laughs> it was crazy, man. Yeah, man. I mean, what can you do? Live life, you know? Uh, no doubt, man. No, for, no for doubt, sure. Man. So, man, we, we just want to get right into it, man. We we got a lot of listeners and followers that, that, are, that are into uh, the type of music that you've been making, you know, since the 90s. Um. All of your projects, I mean, we, we've definitely, uh, you know, just felt like we've been a part of them, you know, just, just starting off from, from no where life starting off from organized confusion, just from the beginning, man. So Right, right. That's it's, peace, it's a, man. It's a pleasure to, uh, to definitely talk to you. I'm, I'm going to let Phil start off, and we kind of just want to just okay. go from there. Let's do it. No doubt, man. Um, well, first of all, I, again, I wanted to say thank you for taking your time out to schedule the uh, the rock with the heat holders, uh, man. But I got I got to tell you, today I've been listening to everything, the entire discography, man. Like I I only posted a, a couple videos, but yo, right? It it it, it, it does. It's not too many people that do it like you did it, brother. It's still doing it. Uh, so I just wanted to salute you for that, man. Um, was listening, yo. I gotta, I gotta. I'm gonna get right into it, man. We're we we gonna jump around a little bit, but for uh, mm-hmm. you, you murdered that joint. You got the last verse. I, as I'm listening to it, I'm like, yo, I've, I've listened to this song a hundred times, and for some reason, it it, and I think I knew it before, but it just hit me. That that's the same sample as Uptown Anthem that Naughty by Nature used. But I'm yeah, gonna, Uptown Anthem, um. Uh, uh, damn! I forgot the name of the dudes. Small time hustler record was before Fudge Fudge. They used that. Now, you know now, what I'm saying? Now, I think it was the Dismasters, if I'm not mistaken. I I know Juice came. Now, did, was was y'all record before Uptown Anthem? Was was Fudge Fudge before? Yeah, Uptown Anthem was for uh for so Juice. Juice, so it might have yeah. been around the same time almost. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't even I couldn't even call it. What, what year was Juice? Ninety ninety three, ninety two ish, ninety three ish, and I did so. Fudge was in ninety one. Yeah, yeah, it, it was right before Uptown Anthem. Yeah, man. But theirs was a live sample played, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, cause I, I like when I heard it, I was like, like, and, and see that, like, cause we're from we're from. The, the same era, like, and was there ever any issues, like, with, with them using that sample, even if y'all had just used it, like, not too long before then? Nah, I don't know. I mean, come on, man, that's naughty, and, and, you know, I had met them prior to that, you know, you know, running around with Prince and Pharaoh, so, okay. you know, stretching them was good. They was cool, you know what I'm saying? And they was, they was, you know, this was after OPP, so they was already blown up, you know, they stretching was yeah, he was the same dude he is now. Back then, that's what's up. Yeah, I well, it's crazy. I just saw him on New Year's Eve. Snoop brought him out on 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 New Year's Eve. I was like, yeah, that's right in Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, that was that was that was peace, man. So I, I that was just something that was curious. That 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 was just, I know that was kind of random, 
but it, it, I literally was just listening to it like a, like a few minutes before um, we started talking, and I was like, "Yo, this is this is the same job." But um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Chuck and Chuck, Chuck and Ben murdered that. You know what I mean? That was yeah. a crazy record. Yeah, but how, how did how did Fudge Cuts even start, man? How did how did that whole how how did you even link with uh um okay to to for that to even become a, a reality? Um. Well, I lived across the street, you know, when I lived in Jamaica, Queens, I lived across the street from March, you know what I'm saying? Like, we was neighbors. So, pre-organized confusion, I always ran around with him, you know what I'm saying? Like, I moved out to Jamaica in probably 85, 84, something like that, so I knew him prior to that. But, um, you know, they was making music already, you know, they was a group called STP before they was organized. It was called Simply Too Positive. And, um, you know, I've been around them from the inception. Basically, I've seen them when they was writing for uh, Houdini. They were signed to a, these cats from L.A., the L.A. Posse, which, you know, they had something to do with a lot of L.L. stuff early on. You know, Sylvia Rome, which ran Electra, who in turn put out Buster, you know, that yep. brand Nubians and all that. And um, okay. we was just there. I was there. You know, they had a crew. Organized had a crew. But I was just the one that was ready. I just happened to be ready, and they put me on the spot. You know, that was the last record, which probably didn't, wouldn't have made the album if I didn't rock on it. But um, they came up with a joint, them and Large. Large Professor was in the studio, and they they put me on the spot. Okay. And, and you, uh, you, you rose to the occasion, because, I, I mean, obviously it made the record. I mean, and that kind of kicked your career off. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it it was pre it was a pre warm up. I ain't get a deal till like four years later, three years later. So, you know, that was like the prerequisite of, of uh, you could say OC. You know what I'm saying? And gotcha. It took like three years afterwards, though. Now, now, was were you always OC? Did you have a different rap name when starting out? Always OC. Like, you know, uh, well. Everybody used to use ski back in the day, you know what I'm saying? But I dropped that, and the, the natural thing was my parents called me OC, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Just off top. Right. And I ran with it. Nice. Now, you, so, you you mentioned getting a deal. You mentioned getting a deal about three years later. Um, one of the the, uh -huh. the more infamous lines from um, Low End Theory was, was from, your, from your guy, Diamond D. Uh, when he said, um, mm -hmm. you don't want to make a pitch that's wild. Did that ever come into, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> into your mind, you know, <laughs> when you were uh, getting ready to sign with, uh, with search and, um, and, and wild pitch back in 94? Well, um, make a long story short, you know, I, I went on tour, the first source tour with organized confusion. That's how I met search in turn. Search realized I wasn't part of the group. He had a production company, and uh, the first two people on the production company was Nas, and it was me. So he was shopping deals for both of us. I mean, mind you, if you look back, um, Nas couldn't get a deal at first either. He was shopping both of us. And, you know, Russell Simmons, all these people at the labels were saying that we sound like knockoffs of G-Rap and Rock Kim. 
Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> crazy. It, it was crazy, you know what I'm saying? But... It was natural because we was influenced by these guys. So I, I, I get that. At the time, I was like, whatever. But, um, you know, I didn't I didn't think it was going to take three years. But, you know, it is what it is. But Nas was up first, you know what I'm saying? He just happened to catch fire with halftime. And I naturally got pushed to the back burner, you know what I'm saying? So Serge had to concentrate and focus on getting Nas put on. And then I came right behind him. Now, now he he did throw he did throw you on the um you on the back to the grill again remix um uh-huh. on on that John you, you right. did it. and um were were you were you making records like during the time when you weren't signed were you were you just were you making records or were you just uh just touring with uh with organized? Well, I only did the source tour with them. And after I came home, I was dead in the water. So I was, you know, prior to that, I was recording demos up until Fudge Fudge and even afterwards. But it wasn't a, uh, like I said, it was a slow burn, man. Like, it ain't like today where I wish we had the internet back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would have probably been a quicker process, but it wasn't as easy as people think. You know what I'm saying? Three years is a long time. Like, you can get lost and forgotten about is six months. So, yeah. you know, to answer the other question, too, not to skip off the subject, Serge got, got in a uh, cool with uh, Stu Fine, who owned Wild Pitch, and they worked something out. He became vice president of Wild Pitch, so that's how I went over to Wild Pitch, and they just uh, inked a, a distribution deal with EMI, so that's how that whole thing came about. Okay. Nice. So, and what year was that? That was '93, going into '94. Okay, so this this is so this is when you're starting to work on uh, World Life. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, basically. But I had, I had, like I said, I was doing so many uh, demo joints. Most of the stuff you heard on World Life is actually my demo record. You know, with the exception of a few records that I probably changed music to, but everything you hear on World Life is is basically my demo. Wow, that's, so you that's, had that's official. That's official demo. Yeah, that's an official <laughs> you demo. Turned into those, a you had access to all those Buck Wild records on your demo. That's 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 crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did how did you uh, actually um, my... hook up with Buck? Yeah. Well, Buck was on, Lord Finesse was on his source tour as well. You know what I'm saying? It was Lord Finesse, uh, Bismarck, Search, Roxanne, Shantae. Um, y'all know him as Doggy Diamonds, but they had a, a group called Little Bastards. You know, he runs Forbes, DVD, and Doggy Diamonds TV. Ah. They had a group. Um, it was a lot of people. Oh, RSO, which was Ray Benzino. So that's yeah. how I got cool with Ray back in the day. But Ness brought Buck on that tour for like half of the tour. So that's how me and Buck got cool. And when we got home, we just, you know, it was natural. Like we, we was cool and we just started working. So you're telling me, uh, now was Time's Up, was that, that was also a demo record? Um, Time's Up was actually a Pharaoh record. That was a foul March record, 
brought to him by this cat named Prestige, who was one of the hitmen for Bad Boy. He brought the sample to March to his crib, and when I heard the sample immediately, I looked at him like, yo, what you going to do with that? You know what I'm saying? And, and the kid Prestige, he, you know, the producer, he was, he was a fellow enthusiast. He was a fellow, uh, uh, like, crazy fan. So he wasn't even trying to give me that joint. So um, I kept bothering March about that record because, you know, he sits on a lot of music, man. Like, and I was like, yo, you're not doing nothing with it. So, you know, he said, yeah, but it still ain't happened. So we figured out, me and Buck, I, 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 I stole the tape from him that had the, the, the beat on it. And I asked Buck, yo, what sample is this? And Buck found the sample. And we was like, you get y'all. We gonna hook this up ourselves. Yo. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy. So, so did, did, when, when, when Pharaoh heard Time's Up, what, what was his reaction? I mean, he wasn't upset or anything about it. I told him I took it after the fact. Yeah, no, that people that you're glad that that different, you know what I'm saying? I didn't hear what you what you translated on it. And I wasn't thinking about it at the time. I knew it was dope, but he's like, yo, I'm not whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's from the same crew, so it don't matter. Yo. You you know you know you changed hip hop with that record, right? <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, I didn't think about it. Like, I still don't think about it, man. Like you know, it, it, it. I did the record because people were talking tough. You know what I'm saying? Like instead of making music, and it's it's even worse to date in some cases. But you know, it was just like, yo, make music, man. Like separate your lifestyle from um, making music, and and if you want to incorporate your lifestyle from the streets, you know what I'm saying? Be honest about it. Just don't say you was a tough guy and you shot a million dudes or, you know, you ran your block or whatever the case was. And that's what came out. That's what came to mind when I was listening to people's albums. And that's yeah. what I wrote. Speaking in tongues about what you did, but you never done it. Admit it, you bit it, because the next man came flattening behind it. I find it ironic. So I researched and analyzed. Most write about stuff they fantasize. I'm fed up with the bull on this focus of weed and clips and glocks getting caught and wax not being flipped. It's the same old, same old, just straining from the anal. The contact is not complex to vex. So why you pushing it? Why you lying for? I know where you live. I know your folks. You was a sucker as a kid. Your persona's drama that you acquired in high school and acting class. Your whole aura is plexiglass. What's the face told me you shot this kid last week in the park? That's a lie. You was in church with your mom. See, I know. Yo, slow your roll. Get we good to go. Guys be locking in this thing called rapping just for dough. Of course, we gotta pay rent so money connects. But uh, I'd rather be broke and have a whole lot of respect. It's the principle of it. I get a rush when I bust some dope lines or roll. That may be somebody you quote. That's what I consider real in this field of music. Instead of putting brain cells to work, they abuse it. Non-conceptual. Non-exceptional Everybody's either crime-related or sexual I'm here to make a difference Besides all the riffing The traps are not sticking Rappers stop flipping For those who pose lyrical But really ain't true, I feel It still applies <laughs> it, it still applies I mean, if, if anything Some of these videos we've been seeing On the uh, 
on the internet lately. Uh, it, yeah, it definitely yeah. Flies up. Yeah, um, definitely, man. And, 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 and that's what I mean by by you, you change hip hop because that that became like even if people didn't say it, that became them. It made it made everybody look at 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 people different. Like, yo, you 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 killed a lot of people to never have been you know in jail or locked up. up yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, so I mean that's that's at least for me and, and like my friends when we heard it we started we started looking at everybody. We was like, yo, these dudes they can't be doing all this stuff and just walking around. I mean, right. it's, it's I mean somebody either somebody's coming to get them or 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 the feds is coming. Somebody's coming though. Right. You can't they, you can't kill a hundred people and you know and there's no you know no exactly. no nothing. Nobody exactly. Somebody goes, so. Exactly. Yeah, and, and I just wanted to separate myself because it was a lot of competition in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you wanted to make your mark. You know what I'm saying? I didn't care about selling records at that point in, in the beginning. I, all I cared about being younger was people accepting that I was dope and I was, I was bringing something to the table. But had I known that it was going to make an effect, a lasting effect on the, on the game or a little piece of the game or carve my way into history a little bit, I didn't think about that. Well, I mean, I, 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 that, that to me is one of the all-time great records. But it's not, it's not the only record on World Life. And a lot of people, it, it, makes, it makes me mad sometimes when, when people, they only talk about Time's Up, which, you know, Rightfully, yeah. he deserves all the accolades, but there's so many gems on there. Like, like my Dukes is one of my uh, favorite joints that's on there. Um, definitely, always, always dug that. I mean, you know, right? I mean, you know, there's, there's nothing more to really say about that joint. I mean, you just, just well, it's it. like people saying. I mean, it's like people saying. Um, and it's just my opinion. People be like, "Yo, Nas Illmatic was his best record," and I'm like, "All right." That was an incredible, exceptional album, no doubt. That was his debut. But, you know, I debate with people about it was written. And people be like, man, that was a commercial. And I'm like, I, I don't understand that. But, you know, that's your opinion. It's my opinion. And, hey, you know, people want to feel the way they feel about music. I, I don't think it was commercial at all. I think it was a, a departure from Illmatic. Now, right. Uh, now, now has you want him to make Illmatic again? Like, I mean, of course, you know, all of us wanted to hear a continuation of something like Illmatic, but I think it was written was a, a nice continuation to it, and it was it was different. It was the opposite. You know, he started to make a little money. He started to see things. He traveled a little bit. You know, so the natural progression of making music changes as you make music. So, Absolutely. you know, it's I, I, a difference. I'll always compare it to uh, Big Ready to Die and then Life After Death. You could tell exactly. when, he, when, he was Perfect cool, example. when he wasn't. Perfect example. But he still touched on things, and it's just a natural progression, man. I, I, I couldn't make world life today if I possibly sat here with a million bucks, the best producers that you can pick, it, it'd be impossible. That was just a, a, that's a moment captured in time that you can't duplicate. Absolutely. 
Now, did you experience that same type of trajectory uh, from Word Life to, to Jewel's? And, and just tell us a little bit about how your life changed from, from making that record uh, in 94 oh, and you know, yeah. coming back three years later. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, people was killing me on on Jewels. Like, go kill yourself, and I reckon it's commercial. And that's so crazy. It was, it, it was yo. It, it took people time to catch up. You know what I'm saying? Who were enthusiasts of the music, or or just supporting me? And they was just they was killing me. They was like, yo, far from yours. You know, I I found myself explaining to people you know, out of town on the road. Like, yo, Far From Yours is too long of a, a record for it to be a, a radio record. Like, and they was like, yeah, but you got the singing on it. And I'm like, but my mom sang on the first album. <laughs> so what's the difference? Like, it ain't like I got Lauren Hill or, or you know what I'm saying, a child that just blatantly make a commercial. They just, they murdered me on that record. Yo, I don't, I don't know how. Um, hold on, DJ Premier. D, these are these are the producers on it. DJ Premier is on mm-hmm. he, like five he, records. Five, five, six records. Uh, Buck Wild. Uh, the Beat Miners. There's nothing. <laughs> you got Showbiz, Law Finesse. Yeah, yo. It's, OG. You know what I'm saying? That's insane. I, I ain't understand it. And you got Big L and Freddie Fox. And, I mean, come on, man. And I kept features to a minimum, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so I, I, it it bothered me at the time, but like I said, it took time for people to catch up and be like, all right, I get it now. Well, for us, that album is extremely special uh, for multiple reasons. One is dope. That's that's the the obvious part from our perspective. But 1997, July 28th, 1997, um, Far, far from yours came out. This is this is the year that that me and Bob graduated high school. So right. And I mean, this is this is the first summer. Like after we end up, we went to the same college. We end up going to Hampton together. But before we knew each other, this is our first time. You know, you know, we adults for all intents and purposes. You know what I mean, so right. this was this was the soundtrack to everything that happened leading up into and through that first year of college. Yo, so this was right. extremely important. Yo. You, you you have no idea, like, the magic that got made to Jewel. <laughs> no, I truly don't, man. I just made the music and was having fun and, and you know, like, people people think I'm, I'm being modest, but it's like, nah, I'm not. I really just make music. I make music for me. And then once you release it to the, to the, the, the public, it's not yours anymore. It's everybody's. Whether they like it or not, you know what I'm saying? That's a dope perspective. That's a dope perspective. And so when you when when you're making when you're when you're making uh, jewels, uh, what what's the process? Uh, did you just get a whole bunch of beats from everybody and just say, and just pick, or did you you sit with them? I mean, this was this is still the era where you know you you were actually in the studio with the person. So how was right. the process of making the album? Well, after after word life. Um, maybe a year after, two years after, I was dealless. So I didn't have a deal, but I was touring heavy. I toured heavy from 94 up until the end of 96. And um, I took my own money, and I started working on the second album before I inked the, 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 inked the next deal with Tayden. 
So um, I was doing, I did a, let me see. Early on, we worked on Dangerous. We worked on um, uh, Jewels, the title track, which Finesse gave me. Um, okay. And everything else came afterwards. So I was paying people out of my pocket. I paid Wall out of my pocket. I paid Ness out of my pocket. And uh, me, and, me and Buck just started making music. So the ironic thing is we did a whole album before I did The Next Deal. And everything sounded like, uh, how can I compare it? Um, the second album sounded like what's the, uh, uh, the My Life album. So a lot of the samples on Mary's album, second album, Hmm. Me and Buck, Buck used the bulk of that. And we just, the crew was like, that's not it. Into our own selves, you know what I'm saying? This is DITC, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's opinion matters. Even with the individual projects, we was like, we just went back to the draw board. We scrapped the whole record. Yo. <laughs> Yo, I, I know, do you still have those records? Huh? Do you still have those records? Um, Buck has uh, quite a few of those records, and I think he might be releasing a couple of things, but I was mad. I mean, when I heard Mary's album, I was like, damn, I was on the right path. You know what I'm saying? You know, coming from, I mean, she's the queen of hip-hop soul, so oh, man, it was the same thing, you know what I'm saying? And I, I believe that was probably one of my regrets that we trashed that record. I think because that's my yeah. favorite Mary John. Um, so the album is incredible. I, yeah, no doubt. Um, right. The, um, my life, my life. Oh man. Yeah, we used yeah. that. You know the the, the Roy Ayers joint. We flipped that. We flipped a, a, quite a few things to no one else. Like it was, it was, and this is I never knew. I don't know Mary. I don't. You know, we knew some of the producers, but I didn't hear none of that record. So. It was ironic that we was using joints that um ended up on her album. Now, speaking of, you know, Jewel, I just wanted to talk about a couple of the tracks. Um you know, of course, Rock Him, um, anybody that listens to your your music date, they can kinda tell that he's a huge influence. Uh just you pay homage to him, you know, you definitely um reference him a lot or reference some of the lines um you know some of his lines but with 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 strange i always likened that to mahogany always felt like it was like from that same like family tree is that kind of where you were going with that one do i really got to answer that like you you said (laughs) it all with that like the same it's the same mirror you know what i'm saying it's definitely a mirror of mahogany and it's obvious, you know what I'm saying? That's what I said. People, yeah. Some people listen to music for face value, and some people, just they'll, they'll decipher what's going on when they listen yeah. to an LP. And that's that definitely like that. a strong J rep. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't even lie whenever, to you Oh, no. no whenever I uh, make playlists of, you know, certain types of, of songs, I always will put those two kind of back-to-back or, in the same type of playlist yeah. just because it, it, it was just in the same vein and you, you nailed it. You know, right. I always looked at it as, you know, just like I said, paying homage 
uh, you know, kind of like an right. updated version, a 90s version. So, um, she said, over me, I'm going crazy. She rubbed me on my chest and called me Mr. Sexy. She said she want my kids and help me make my next G. Tell me I ain't finesse mahogany. Then I grabbed that hand Why your man let you walk around solo like this My cheeky eyes looked upon her as I gave her hand a kiss This most mesmerizing young thing I must say Echoes in my thoughts since I met you that day A beautiful thing I must say A body got curves like waves Another right. joint too that, that, I mean, that's on there that I always wanted to find out Yeah Barfield um, is to the listeners People don't really recognize that Right Right yeah, you, um, and then you had um, you had a, a contribution from Rock Raider on that, which a lot of people, you know, just didn't have the ability to. First of all, um, to have such a legend like that, and that means even more, just based off of you know the fact that um, you know he's not here anymore. Um, were you actually right. around when he when he added his contribution uh, to it, or was it something that was added to the record later? Nah, he was there. I mean, he did the scratches on Time's Up, though. Like, greatest part of digging, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was everyone's DJ, so, you know, that's, that was cool. Um, no, like you were saying, record, like, it's, it's just, it's just oh, different. No, I was, about, I was about to say, it's just different just because you guys really did collaborate with each other and it wasn't a whole lot of, you know, it wasn't the ability to file share from a thousand miles away. You guys were really in the lab together. Yeah. That's, that's the part that that's missing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it, you had this. You had the, the real, the real, the heavy ass real. You know, it <laughs> going from the Antex joint, ADAX, You know what I'm saying? Dab machines. It wasn't no. You know, and it costs too much to be um, traveling. Like, if I wanted to do something with a West Coast artist, you had to fly out to him or he had to fly out to you. Like, it wasn't no, you know, foul sharing. So you had to make music. It was it was more personal to do it like that. And, and you know, the music was more, more different as far as, like, the mood. You know what I'm saying? So... Now... One of, one of the songs that, uh, yo, this this song is incredible. Um, just for how I set up, win the G, um, mm-hmm. for a lot of a lot of reasons. One, uh, Freddie Fox is a beast. This this is the first time I remember him on a record calling himself Bumpy Knuckles. I don't know right. if he did if he did before, but on as far as on a on an actual record, um, we just talked about on Times Up how like a lot of people. You know, they 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 thinking or they making nothing about Freddie and like from everybody we talked to, we talked to you know, you know a lot of people that 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 work with Freddie and and everything. Mm-hmm. He's he's exactly who we think he is. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, yeah. What, what what was it like um, making that record? Um. Well, I, what what I can tell you is. Those wasn't my ideas. Those was Freddie's ideas. When the G, um, the other record, uh, uh, damn, I can't even take my own uh, joke. Mug, that's all. That's all Fox. I'm a Freddie Fox fan, like from day one. So, um, like I said, when I was, yeah, man, when I was, 
Yeah, way before that. You know what I'm saying? I was always a Fox fan from the master, you know, the record, the master. So, you know, him and showbiz is, is tight at that time. And it just happened that when I was working on the album, I'm like, damn, I, I wish I could get Freddie Fox on the album. And I said it out loud. The show is like, what? That's, that's my man. And I'm like, what? I need Fox on this album. So, ironically, I run into this dude and, um, in somewhere in Times Square. I think we was both in McDonald's. I was recording that unique studio. I went down to get some of the heat. And who's standing in line? Freddie Fox. I looked right. at the dude. He looks at me. I'm like, what up, what up? And I was stuck. I was, I was starstruck. So I didn't say nothing to him. But I already told show I put in a gig to get Fox on this album. So maybe like five, six months later, as we were recording, we started coming through. We caught a rapport with each other. And uh, he came up with the ideas. I sat there in front of Prem joints. Prem didn't do beats and give them to you. He did them on the spot. So he did uh, Win the G first. And that's Fox is a, a big cold crush. You know, he's a big yeah. 80s tape collector. So he had all of that in his mental, mental foul, you know, stored away. And he was like, yo, I got an idea, oh. And I was like, go ahead. I, I walked out, chilled, and played pool for a while in, in, in the other room at D&D. Came back, and he had the idea down. And I just followed his lead. Yo, the, the chemistry on this is dope, man. It, it felt it felt like y'all had been y'all been working together for a while. So that that's and that's crazy that y'all had never really done anything up until that point. Nope. Nope. I mean, man, got us for some reason. We got just a crazy chemistry together, and, and I seen an interview that that made me smile from ear to ear with him, saying like they. I think Sway asked him who he loved working with and who was his, his connection with musically, making music with. And he was like, you and KRS got an ill. He was like, yeah, we ill together, but me and always, that's that's something special right there. And I was bugging out because we never talk about that. You know what I'm saying? And we do have a special chemistry where I can just walk in on him and we'll talk and then next thing you know, we have a, a a song down because we just have that that special chemistry with each other. Like we've been around each other for years. Nice. And I have that with very few people, even with my crew, like that. Yeah. Nice, man. Now, yeah, y'all definitely. Yeah, y'all. We we talked we talked about you know a few of these records, but we would be remiss not to talk about Dangerous just for a moment. Um, it's probably one of, my, one of my my favorite records, just period. But it it really mm-hmm. did um, uh, just kind of put a nice bow on the first half of the album, at least, and kind of set you up for for the second half of it. For for those of us that actually had a cassette tape, um, <laughs> right? Um, yes, sir. Just, just tell us a little bit about that process, as far as uh, as far as dangerous, like um. You know, recording that with Mr. Walt, and then like just you, you and L coming up with those verses like that. Like, like what? And what part of the recording process did y'all make that? Was it at the beginning, the middle, or the end? We um, 
I did that early on, probably right after I had the idea. So um, I was finishing up inking the deal, in the process of inking the deal, and I brought the idea to the crew, and they laughed me out the room. You know what I'm saying? Like, get, you know, this is DITC. They like, get out of here. Like, nah. I'm like, yo, this is a park record. They're like, yeah, we know, but we ain't doing it. You know what I'm saying? Basically, we laughed about it, whatever. So, um, after taking it to, uh, Walt, Walt did the same thing. Walt was like, I'm not doing that. Like, I mean, yeah, it's a park jam, but I'm not doing that. So I said, okay. Sat in front of him, wrote him a check, and he seen the O's, and he was like, I I still don't like the idea, but, and I was like, so <laughs> I'll rip the check up. And he was like, nah, nah, we'll make it happen somehow. I still don't like the idea, though, because he's very outspoken. Mr. Walt is one of those dudes, I don't care who it is, God himself here tell him, I don't like the way you uh, made that animal, if that's how he said. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Word. So I wrote him a check. He, he did the, he, I told him this is just do the sample like this. And um, Al was gearless at the time, too, if I'm not mistaken, but he had just started his imprint, you know what I'm saying? The uh, flamboyant entertainment, so he was doing a lot of features with other people, stuff like that. He was recording. And um, that dude had so many rhymes. He had those rhymes already. You know what I'm saying? It's so crazy because I think maybe last year sometime I heard a freestyle and I heard the dangerous rhymes. And I was like, oh, okay. That was there already. But he came in, made his verse one day. I made my verse. And then the next day, he was like, yo, you not finished yet, dog? And I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, easy, man. And I wrote, you know, we wrote our back and forths, but the the um the first two sixteens he had them already. That's how many round books he had. So, you know, it was like it just came together. He came in, did his thing, and left. We just too hot, so all that mess you pop, I suggest you stop. Quit while you're ahead, cause you ain't built like that. Better chill, cause on the real cats get killed like that. Two Prince type figures, clean cut niggas. Plus out cribs, rock twin act figures. Living life to the fullest, getting rich ain't far. Chilling with women, begging dough, avoiding slushy yeah. stars. If you want it, we got it. Ladies spot it, no doubt about it. Fly and exotic. When we on the scene, it's a major plus. And whoever facing us, we dangerous. Yo, that, that song is amazing, man. Like, 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 I, I, I see because, like, like I said, we're from, we're from that era. I mean, we were heavy, heavy. So I can, I can, I can see all the dudes you're saying being like, no, we're not doing it. Cause, like, when I, when I try to explain to people, they always think I'm exaggerating how, how, like, hard everything was. I mean, like, like, like. It, it was just like it was such a different era. Like everybody was 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 uh, hardcore. Like I mean, right. and, and and I say that just, and it, not like it was a bad thing, but it was just like every nobody 
wanted to be perceived as commercial or soft. I mean, right. it, it, it just wasn't happening, and especially, especially, and I and I think and I think that's where Tom's up came in at because that that was like, yo, you you can't fake. He oh oh put the put the word out. He got he got like the microscope. That 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 song was like the microscope to make people really look at. That dude, so you, if you was talking that shit, you had to, you know, you had to be about that. And I mean, exactly. So the music, the music had to sound like your personality, how the way you move. So exactly. like, it wasn't, it wasn't really until probably Bad Boy is, is when it, when people was just like, all right, it's, it's going, it's going to start to get into the club a little bit more. You know, you're going to start, you know, dressing a little different, but. Right, right. Where, 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 where it was just kind of just accepted but even then i mean i we we know the stories they got they got their you know they 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 got their uh people that that they caught flight from so you you may uh, one thing i want to ask about dangerous though because um a few years after hearing it i i had a white label and i'm like all right i got i got dangerous on cassette at this point i got it on cd but for mm-hmm. some reason i have a i have a white label and i'm playing the instrumental you know, I'm I'm messing around, you know, and there's a long pause on the instrumental, and then I hear a different version of Dangerous, and it got Mr. Cheeks on. Yeah, I got a, a version with Cheeks and Freaky Top, and I got yeah, a version with Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yo, I now now that one I I never heard. I I heard the the um and, and Mr. Cheeks and, and Lost Boys is on the hook. Um, was mm-hmm. was that was that was there ever a plan to use those like for for videos or anything or that was just something that you know it was like yo that's, let's let's jump on that or how did that how did those versions come about? Well, um, just the, the record started catching fire, you know, after the, the album came out. That was like probably the uh, third single. So it was it was far from it was my world, then it was far from yours, and then it was dangerous. Yeah. And um, you know, this is the time where everybody was remixing and doing stuff like that too. But I didn't I didn't uh plan to do a record to target the radio. I didn't care about that anymore. After my first girl, I was like, forget fame or whatever, this is it's all smoke and mirrors. You know what I'm saying? So I just said, I'm going to make music. But I started, uh, the music, the, the joint started catching momentum. So now radio started picking up on it. The record started getting added around the country. First it started getting added locally, tri-state area. And then it started getting added around the country. So now I'm on the charts. Something I didn't think. You know what I'm saying? What happened? Yeah. And, um, you know, that was like the labels out there. To, to to remix it, and I was just like, mm. so at the time, you know, listening to that record, I'm like, yo, I can hear. I think Peter Guns and them was already on fire, but they just was out. right. It reminded me of a New York pop record, Deja Vu. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Chase and, and Ty and the Lost Boys, Freaky Todd, they reminded me of when I used to live in Jamaica, Queens, and we used to go to the jams. I used to see these dudes. 
You know what I'm saying? And they used to be in the parks. So it just it just took me back to saying, damn, this is a park record. Everybody see what I see. Let me let me reach out to these dudes since they want a remix. And, you know, money talk, BS walk, and I made it happen. No doubt. Now, yeah, you yeah, you making this album like how, does it, does this change how how people start to look at you after Joel come out? Because like I know you said you caught flight for it, but at some point people had to acknowledge that you know regardless of how they feel about the sonics of it, or whatever the bars right. you had on this joint was. I mean, it's some it's some of your best work, if not your best work. I mean, if you if you ask my brother, he'll he'll tell you you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's cool. Uh, you know, that's what it is, man. No, I'm, I'm saying like, how did like when did people start being like, all right, where they just where they couldn't fund on it no more? Like, was was that ever like a point, or did it or did it happen years later? Well, it, I, I say, um monetary, sale-wise, things of that nature, the record started selling, you know, maybe because I, I was touring, me and L toured with the record, you know what I'm saying? So naturally, you know, the record sales started going up, you know, a lot. Um, Listening to the record, I, I imagined, and was like, oh, so I, this is dope, you know what I mean? Like, how can you deny it? And how can you deny the fact that everything on there was more than four something, four, four or five minutes? Like, you can't, I, I, I tell people this all the time, at that time, you can't get a record on radio unless it's under three minutes. You could. Very true. Because it's not, it's not formatted for that. If you, if you got a record over four and a half minutes, like, it, you know, we we into the format age now in the mid nineties. Now, if you get a for you for you to get a record on the radio, it has to be short and sweet. You basically gotta have a hit record. Exactly. You know, especially, and I didn't have especially around ninety seven. Right, I didn't have hit records per se. You know, according to the music industry. So I guess people once everything wound down. And people started, you know, picking up albums like people used to do. It was like, oh, shit, we missed this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we missed something. And, you know, the flack started turning into, yo, yo, I ain't like your record at first, but I listened to it again. Yo, your album is, is dope. And it was like, cool. That's all, that's all that mattered to me, that people listened to it instead of just going off of one record or, you know, whatever they was feeling and just dismissing the album because I knew it was a dope album. But it was just like, yo, you got to listen to something to judge it. You know what I'm saying? You can't listen to a... You got to listen to a body of the work on the album. You can't listen to one song that be your favorite record and then say, everything else is cool on the record, but nah, you're programmed by that one song being played so much because everybody else is feeling it too. And you dismissing everything else off of this dude's LP. That's the problem. Yeah. That was the problem. Now, so it was, it was cool. 
Last thing I want to ask you about uh, Jewel's twentieth uh, mm. anniversary, man. It's it's coming up. We we got. I mean, we we're early in the year, but we got a, we got a couple months. But uh, we're going. You're going to be when we get closer towards the end of of the year. It's going to you're going to be hitting that twentieth anniversary. You got any uh, special plans? Maybe a re-release or anything like that. Um, I don't even think about that album, man. I mean, to be honest, I probably, I think I'm going out on the road in March for the 20th. It's it's not etched in stone yet, but I think I'm going to hit Europe and I'll tour the record. But um, I would love to tour the States with it, but it's just a different day, man, you know. Yeah, I, I already know, man, because, like, any anytime I can see my favorite people, man, it's always a good thing, because, I mean, yeah. it, it is what it is, but, yo, you... If you, if you don't celebrate it, we, we damn sure will. <laughs> I mean, because... Nah, you know, like I said, it's, I, I I look at it as, you know, it's it's part of history and that's it. It's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's there. If you want to go get it, if you, if you know who I am, if you like OC music, go back. You know what I'm saying? And that's that. I can't, I can't even... I don't even think about you know, my old work like that no more. Yo, and I, I, I know I said we were almost done with it. I got to ask you one thing, though, because my, my, my homie, Sean, we were talking about we were talking about you today because I told you I was listening to everything. The the interludes for the songs, like, where, you, where it was, you were, you were playing these crazy beats before the actual beat comes on. Uh-huh. Like, who's, who's, was that, was that Prince's idea? Was that your idea? That was a, uh, it was my idea to do the interludes, but I wasn't the only one doing it. Everybody was doing it, but if you pick out an interlude, make sure it's 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 um attracted, you know, uh, attracted for the people. And um, Prime came up with interludes. Mister Wall came up with interludes, and me and Bucky came up with interludes. Yeah. There's only a couple albums that I can really think about that had like it's yours, um, the group home album, and mm-hmm. and and one of the Pete Rock and CL Smooth albums. I want to say Main Ingredient, um, where well, they just had these crazy, these crazy like interludes before the songs drop. But yours are yeah. so they 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 stand out so much. Like you know, it gets you so ready for the song. I mean, right. That's the purpose of it, and, and you know, um, exactly. And and one of them joints went on. I mean, uh, Black Moon used the same interlude, but I think uh, one of them, them interludes went on to be one of Ho's biggest records. You know, the reintroduce myself. My yeah, name is yeah. Ho. Uh, hey, yeah. sir, you know. And, and yeah. your man, uh, 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 what's the dude's name? Um, Just Blaze say he never listened to Jewels. I beg to differ, though, but, you know, shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out to him. I, I believe he heard that interlude and was like, yo, I'm going to flip this. And it, it came out dope. But don't say you, you. You never heard Jewels and, and this, you know, you assisted through music because, nah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not believing that. But it's all good. Yeah. 
Now, we don't want to take, take too much more of your time. Uh, we definitely wanted to just touch on uh, trophies, um, which is one of good, the, the more... Good, um, hey. Okay. All right, no doubt. Thank you. Um, one of the, the more recent um, releases, I guess, that kind of brought, you know, you back to prominence in terms of, like, people really talking about your work and... Um, how was it? How was it collaborating with Apollo? Uh, did your Did your work with with uh, Buck Wild working so closely with him? Did that help in kind of fostering uh, this type of relationship with Apollo to make trophies? Not at all. I mean, here's the thing, man, and I, I tell people this all the time: it's no such thing as. First of all, you can take a hiatus. Not everybody can do that. But I've made albums after Jewel's. Uh, you know, I made Smoking Mirrors. I made Bon Appetit. I made Star Child, um, Hidden Gems. Uh, just a lot of lot of projects. But um, with that project in particular, it just he reached out. You know what I'm saying? And at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a grown man now, so I don't have nothing to prove lyrically, but I always tell people there's no such thing as falling off and falling back on. Once you fall off, you fall off. That's that. Ain't no coming back from being nice and then you get trash and then you get nice all over again. It don't happen that way. And history shows it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, fast forward, Apollo, uh, Somebody mutual got in contact with me. Said somebody named Apollo Brown wanted to do a record with me. I knew of his work, but I wasn't too familiar with his stuff. And his couple of albums early on. He got on the phone. He kicked it. He told me how much he was fan. I was like, forget all that. Thank you for supporting. I don't call people fans. I call people supporters. We got past all that, and he just sent me like. You know, he, he he gave me the idea of what he wanted to do. So trophies was his idea, and um, he sent me like thirty thirty eight beats, about thirty eight forty beats, all at once. And um, you know, we 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 did the the, the deal. We did the paperwork, the record in like a month or a couple of months, and. He flew me out to Detroit, and I did the record in like six, eight hours. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's crazy. So, you know, he picked me up from the airport. I was like, Yo, I'm starving. He's like, Let's go get something to eat. After that, you know, the, the, the hotel is a little ways out. I can't have you in the hood. I'm like, Yeah, no doubt. We laughed about that. And um, he was like, you know, we go to the studio. And I told him, yeah, you know, I knock out probably like eight or nine records tonight. <laughs> he was, he, he he looked at me like, what? Get out of here. I'm like, and we put a bet on it. We put a $500 bet on it that I'll do like eight to, eight to ten records in a, in a couple of hours, the whole album. And he's like, this I got to see. But, yeah, you on Find it out. I was like, yo, this is going to be the easy key I ever made in my life. So we get to the studio and he set up the, you know, everything was set up. I opened the book up 
went in the booth, and after the, probably the fourth record, he stopped me. Because I told him prior to that, like, yo, if you hear any mistakes or whatever, just stop me and I'll go back. And um, after, like, the third or fourth record, he stopped me. And he was like, yo. And I was like, what's up? You need me to do that verse over? Does it sound right? He's like, yo, man, you want your money now? <laughs> and we just bust out laughing. And I was like, nah, nah, man, I'm good. And we just laughed about it. And probably four to eight, I had, like, the album done. I basically, in four hours, I had the album done, like, four to eight hours. You know, I, I had everything tracked over the music that we 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 uh, decided on, and he had me booked out uh, in Detroit from Monday to that Friday, so I was done Monday. And um, I think the engineer was a little tight because you know he ain't make no real money with me being in there just for one day, <laughs> and um. That was it, man. We left the studio that night. <laughs> and, and I was like, yo, I guess you can give me a tour of Detroit for the next four days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and Thursday, that Thursday, he uh, hit me with another beat, which turned out to be Options on the album. And I wrote mm -hmm. that in the hotel that night and came back uh, that Friday morning and recorded that. But that was the actually the last last record yo what, that's that's crazy <laughs> but what one joint I wanted to ask you about uh, the formula that's that's mm -hmm. one of my favorite joints on there a uh, lot of props to the DOC um, mm -hmm. just, just, tell me, just tell me about like now now you, you said, said Apollo sent you the beat so I, I imagine they had that sample in there it, it, tell me about uh, like uh, you're obviously a, a a big supporter of the DOC just based on how the record came out. Mm -hmm. Have you guys ever linked? Have you ever spoke to him or anything? Does, has he ever heard it? I never even met DOC, but I'm a I'm a DOC enthusiast. Like I put him in the same vein with Rod and G and Rick and L and Kane. You know that whole. You know that whole plethora of artists back in the back then, but um, thirty-eight to forty records that wasn't in the batch. That was an idea from Apollo. The formula was an idea from Apollo, and uh, the the fantastic record was an idea from Apollo. Okay. And um, the formula was it was a no-brainer, man. Like, first of all, you can't do. You can't. I wasn't trying to do his record over. I was making a a, a a dedication to him influencing me. So that's why I started it off that way. But I definitely ain't nothing topping that formula joint. You know what I'm saying? And nobody yeah. can do what DLC did. You know what I mean? I just uh, felt it was right that that somebody mentioned, even though you know he's behind Snoop being who he is today. Behind a lot of the death row stuff, behind the NWA yeah. stuff, people don't even understand that, and Absolutely. I understand that. You know what I'm saying? And and I just wanted to give him that ode to him influencing me from that the Doc and the Doctor album. That album was just magnificent to me, and I think Jay Z 
you know, is one of the dudes that studied that record too, like yeah. a lot of others. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. You could definitely, you could definitely hear his influence, especially you know, um, on a lot of the the, the West Coast. I mean, the Chronic, you know, it, it had his influence all over. I mean, most of Dre's lyrics, if not all of them, you know, right. penned by him. So right, and and a lot of Snoop stuff was was from you know DOC helped Snoop. You know what I'm saying? Uh, basically. Yeah, like home coaching. in on what he does, yes. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he actually pins stuff. So, you know, this dude is a genius, man. Like, this was 88, if I'm not mistaken, when his album, his first album came out, 88, 89, yeah. something like that. That yeah. album was ahead of his time. Yeah, no doubt. You know, so, um, all day. Yeah. Yo, sure. You... I was speaking of uh, like just like dope MCs. Uh, one of, one of our guys, um, uh, Raz Cass, mm-hmm. he's been on the, he's been on the show a couple of times. He he spoke so highly of you and just y'all mm-hmm. connection. Um, so uh, actually, guarantee he told us the story kind of behind the record. Um, then mm-hmm. we actually had we actually had Torrey on the show a couple of times, and then you guys mm-hmm. just did reverse engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, that. That's one of the best records of 2016. We 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 do we do our award uh, our our award show is actually gonna we're, we're actually gonna have it probably after this one airs. But yo, <laughs> uh, reverse engineering y'all 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 went y'all y'all did it the way it's supposed to be done. So I just wanted I just wanted to bring that up because uh, three of my favorite MCs uh, on one record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all, that's dope. I, I mean, I didn't hear Torrey's verse until after it was finished. Like, I didn't even know he was going to be on the record. I heard, you know, what Raz did because he sent it to me. And, you know, I went in I went in the business studio and recorded it. But um, he surprised me with that one. And was like, yo, I got Torrey on the record. I'm like, oh, word? That's crazy. And um, I had to buy it and listen to it, though. He wouldn't let me hear it yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying at the time and I was just like cool like it's dope like you got two generations of MCs on it you know what I'm saying and it's you know yeah, it's dope yeah yeah, yeah Brooklyn and that, too and that, and that all spawned oh yeah <laughs> I, you, you, you already know where I was going uh kind of you kind of you kind of alley you to the next thing Bob yeah. Cooklyn Dodger number two, man, like Clocker's version of the Cooklyn Dodgers. Mm-hmm. So, yo, now we had Ace on the show. He told us about you know their their version of the, of, of the Cooklyn Dodgers with with Buck and Special Ed. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, you tell Rock and J. Rudo and in those bells, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. I was stuck, honestly, because Chubb made his verse first. So I went home after that. I think Rue was there. Me and Rue was like, nah, we, we made something, I think, after him. But Chubb did his joint in like 10 minutes, something like that. And me and Rue looked at each other and we was like, nah, we ain't playing this shit after him. Like, <laughs> I had to go home and write, you know what I'm saying? And Chubb is another dude that I'm a... Uh, that highly influenced me, you know what I'm saying, and, and 
it was just like, I'm not your prank. I'll be back tomorrow. And he laughed, and Chubb was like, yeah, I'm playing. Like, I'm like, nah, I'm dead ass. Like, I'm not, I'm not laying without rope. You know what I'm saying? I, I heard after I, we was all writing together, but after I heard his, and I still wasn't satisfied with it, but I was like, you know what? It's not the record. is not about trying to outshine each other. It's, you know, it has a topic to it. It was for the movie. You know what I'm saying? Man, yeah, you wild, yo. I'll be square. You couldn't shout too much. Cause four green, yeah, you know, like, like, uh, my cousin, my cousin from four green, yo, and yo, you can't, you couldn't tell him nothing after that. Like, yeah, no, no matter what, yo, the Knicks could get blowed out. Yo, it didn't, nothing matters. <laughs> like, you know what, you know what he say? Four green to him, you like the fuck or not? <laughs> like that it was, was true, true, man. <laughs> yeah. It was true. You could be like twenty deep and go down there and still get robbed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was dead. You know what I mean? Like, it can happen. So, but like I said, it, it, it just, I still wasn't satisfied with it, but. You know, I took Prince's word for it. I took Chubb and Rue's word for it. And they was like, yo, leave it alone. Like, that's dope. Like, it's some, you know, you summed up your part of the story for Brooklyn. So it was like, cool. That's the sign of an artist. When you're, when you're an artist, you mean, you always think you can do it better. Yo. I mean, you know, in regards to your profession, you always be like, yeah. I mean, the people that care yeah. about their, their craft, you always feel yeah. like, you know, you know, people throw yeah. a perfect game and be like, "Yo, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't throw. I threw, you know, I walked somebody." I mean, you know, it, it's it's never when you when you're that, and also it's, it's even though y'all all cool, it's still at, especially at that time, it's still a competition. You know, you don't. Nobody yeah, it's a competition. But what I mean by that is like what I my bad. What I meant by um, you know, when you get on certain records. If the record calls for you to spit your, your, write your best, best shit, because it's that kind of record, if it's just, just a spitter's record, then that's one thing. And it wasn't that kind of record, but the way Chubb came off, and, and it's like a book. It's, and the introduction was so crazy. Guys, kids, who got this? I was just like, damn, why he had to do it like that? Like... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like he, he, yeah, he made an ill introduction to it, and it was just like, wow, like how I'ma follow that? You know what I'm saying? And Rue had the easiest part to me. When you go last and you had the artist pride to you, you can basically bounce off what they did and flip it the way you want. So he got into his smooth shit. At the end, you know, listen to something that got the right nutrition. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, you had the easiest part. I had to follow Chubb Rock, see? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, this dude, he, he opened it. He opened up a can of whoop-ass. But it wasn't, uh, uh, like I said, it wasn't uh, a spitter's record. But he couldn't help how he projected and, you know, his conviction and his his rhyme patterns and stuff. He can't help that. That's what he do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yo, that, 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 that was, because 95 is one of those years where, you know, it's one of those years that's highly revered and that's one of the standout tracks and one of the most revered years in hip-hop. Like, every everybody went, 
I was at a show. I was at I was at a Beanie Siegel show, and they, you know, DJ was on before he came out, and in that in in those bells that and they threw that record on. They threw the record on, and wow. everybody in there was like, "Oh!" I mean, wow. You know, it, they everybody before any words they heard the Doo! you know that that those bells that at the beginning. Right, right. And then and then and then and then sub voice come in. You know, it was uh, that's crazy. Yeah, man, and it's always cool when you hear it. Um, I I was watching Jimmy Fallon, and they, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I I don't know how they got away with this. Uh, Barbara Walters was on the show. <laughs> I mean, and they they played they played, uh, <laughs> and, and they did they did the part. <laughs> they, they like, you know, I, I, I I don't know how they still like like I I mean I love them dudes I don't know how they got away with that but that I I, I always got a, I always get a, I got a great kick out of that yo <laughs> now I mean, with DITC with DITC I mean you look at the crew you know it's definitely one of the most if not the most versatile crews in the history of rap. I wanted to just get your, like, when you hear some of these records that come out of your camp, whether it's from Diamond D mm-hmm. or it's from somebody like Crack, like, Crack has two of mm-hmm. the biggest records ever, like, Lean Back and now yeah. pretty much, like, all the way up. Like, yeah. just talk about, like, that point of pride, like, knowing that your crew is that nice and, like, you you know, when you hear these, these huge records, like like knowing him from back then and seeing him now, what is it like as you guys, right. you know, or, you know, like, what, what's that like? I mean, simply put, with, 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 with Joey, Pun taught him how to make music. Like, Pun taught him, Pun gave him a format on how to, he, he cracked the code. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As far as, uh, it's not even supposed to be in this day and age that he has the number one, he had the number one record, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. in the country. All the way up was number one. It's, it's, I think it's almost double platinum now. Yeah, it's double platinum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's Grammy not even... Grammy nominated. You know, 50 and J, you know, shout out to them too. But they don't even have that. And, by by far they're bigger artists than Joe. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's 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 a blessing, man. And it's a blessing to even be a part of you know, that, that whole circle. So it's mm-hmm. just it's weird because people always like, yo, you know, D I T C if y'all had and I'm like, yo, do y'all realize all the plaques that's on the wall for you know, D I T C is a production crew first. Right. Like, do y'all know, do y'all realize Buck probably had uh, uh, the industry on lot from 96 yeah. to 2000 and something? Like, yeah, this yeah. dude got over 100 some plaques <laughs> from game to, like, Buck got the most Buster. plaques. It's, it's no pants down. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Buck got the most plaques. And you know, some of the biggest records in hip-hop. If not the biggest records in hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, from that, that, that age, that, that time. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, uh, 
2000 is something with Nas's album. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what was the name? The, the, he had the whole Last Supper. Uh, what's oh, the name? Oh, of yeah. Street Disciple. Street Disciples album. Buckets. Yo, this dude is a... I don't know how he do it, but he do it. You know? Um, yeah. Diamond, Fuji's, Natalie Cole, Granny a few years ago. God bless her. You know what I mean? Um, uh, show, rest of the development, pun. Uh, yeah. Yo, know, the list goes on. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I try to tell people, like, yo, they platinum, I'm platinum. I ain't got my own right. platinum plaque as a, a solo artist, but y'all know how it go. If y'all said DITC was bullshit, we all bullshit. But if y'all say D-I-T-C, an artist is platinum out of digging, you got to say D-I-T-C. You can't just say Buck Wow, because we don't move like that. Like, his, his uh, success is my success. His failures are my failures. You know, we grouped into one ball of clay, so, you know, the Joe thing gave us life, too. Yeah. You know, it gave us another life. You know what I'm saying? In in a in a different generation. You know, and, and I mean what else is there to say about that? It's like, yo, digging we probably one of the last crews left outside of the locks and um MOP. Yeah. Yep, yep. For sure. For sure. We don't no. want ones left. No, in 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 the D I T C uh the studio album? Yo. <laughs> yo, y'all yeah. um Make make them proud. That that mm-hmm. song. Yeah, that's that's one of the hottest joints. Yo, that e- e- even though Lean Back is obviously a way bigger, more popular song for 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 us, make make them proud is a much better song. That that song is crazy. Like the from the sample, I remember right. we played we, we we played it for our, I played it for for our DJ. He does our mixtapes. Uh, shout out to Rick. Right. And he hadn't heard it. And when I played it for him, he was like, yo, he just smiled. It it, it was like, and he's one of them dudes, he like Mr. Walt. <laughs> like, he, right, right. It, it, he'll, he'll definitely tell you. He, he'll definitely tell that's you. That's trash, that's dope, whatever. Whatever he yeah. feels. Yeah. yeah. And, but and, what I, I, I try to tell people, though, like, and see, Joe, Joe pulled the world over people's eyes with that record, if you really listen to that record outside, let's strip French off of that record. Because we know French Montana is probably like the, the commercial glue on that, that, that record. You know, as mm-hmm. the chorus. Yeah. But if you listen to the beat and the, the horns, that's some 90s shit. Okay. <laughs> the drum patterns. Yeah. It's just showcase with, I'm all the way up. Yeah, and made it sound like commercial or whatever yeah. people want to consider being commercial. But I'm like, you know, I, I, I smile at that one, and I, I tell, I told him a, a, quite a few times, like, yo, you you trick people with that one. He's maybe like, yo, oh, you crazy. I'm like, you did. He's like, I know, but you know, it is what it is. But it's 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 a '90s record. If you if you listen to the drums in the hall it's like that's what that's that's what we did and you know we actually heard the record 
it was like, oh, shit, he got another one. Yeah, you knew, right? He got another one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and then you on yeah. that joint got to be classic. That, that joint, uh, uh, Wave. Man, y'all, yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all, um, every, everybody in the crew, I mean, you already said it, everybody in the crew does their thing. Um, right. But, uh, one, one particular song that, uh, one of, one of my favorite songs from you guys, Day One. Mm-hmm. Um, Another another uh another sample that, that got used a bunch. Uh not the way y'all did it though. Like in in this is the joint you got to go last. Right. Well I came in late. That's that's why like I wasn't even on that record. That's why if you listen to um L's verse, he said P C D I T C Short A G Fat Joe E Donna D Lil Finesse and me. He didn't even mention me on that record. But I came in late, and um, the, sh- the record was done, and shows like, yo, oh, you got to lay a verse to this. And I was like, um, it's done already. And I was like, plus, I ain't even mentioning you on the record. I ain't doing that shit. Everybody started laughing, and he was like, nah, serious, bro. You got you to gotta finish it up. And I was like, yo, it, it's... Let L finish it. He didn't, like, I was mad because, like, yo, how you going to mention that? <laughs> but we got records that everybody don't always get mentioned. I was just, I was I was serious, but I was playing, too. And I was like, let L finish the record. And um, that's how it came about. Like, I think they did it in Diamond's crib in Jersey at the time. You know, I wasn't there. And then he mixed it in D&D. Show mixed in D and D, and um, I heard it. I was like, "Yo, this record is crazy." Anyway, I'm gonna go in the other room, and he was like, "Nah, you gotta finish it up." And I was like, "It's finished." Like he even mentioned me on it. Like, what's the finish about it? And he was like, "Nah, you gotta lay your purse, man. Stop playing." Yeah, I went in and did it. That that last that last bar. What of what about? favorite, yo. <laughs> yo, this concludes my repertoire what I'll be on. NCs make way for mines to get peed on. Fuck that. Yeah. Like, I was yo, mad. I'm, yo, you think I'm bullshitting. I was no, definitely... <laughs> I was mad because he didn't mention my name, and I gotta follow him up, and that's why I didn't mention my name. You know what I'm saying? Oh. It was like, you know, I wrote the rhyme in 10-15 minutes, and I was like holding it down for DITC. Niggas stink like feces. I was talking about them. And I'm like, how y'all gonna gonna let this dude not mention, you know what I'm saying? And it was just like, it was a joke, you know what I mean? But I was dead serious and playing at the same time. And I was mad when I I laid my verse. And it turned out to be a... Yeah, man. Uh, That dropped in 2000. Go, Go ahead, Bob. Go ahead. Nah, I was I was just about to that nah go ahead. You you you're going along the same lines I was going. Drop the two thousand, go ahead. Yeah, and I was I was just wondering like I I, I always felt like like losing L kinda like it 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 it, it kinda like ruined not not ruined, that's not the right word. It, it kind of took away from you guys as as a group, like not not as friends, not as hanging out, not as even working together. But as far as like making albums, did, artistically, I mean, I mean, hell yeah, 
Nah, I know, and you right. It, yo, it was a black cloud over us after that. You know, not only L, but uh, Samessa's grandmother passed away. Pun passed away. Mm. Uh, you know, just dudes that weren't involved in music that that was in our in our crew cast was, was dying. It was so much death, man. You know what I'm saying? And then um, it just it just it just took away. It, it took a big piece out of our puzzle, and we had to try to figure out how can we do it without L. You know, as far as yeah. the collectives, because you know it was a machine. You know what I'm saying? And and you know sometimes in a machine you can lose a part, and we lost a a, a major part. We lost we we did we lost a piece a piece out of the engine, so to speak when he passed away, you know what I'm saying? And, it, it, you know, it threw a wrench in the game, man. Like, I didn't I didn't know what was going to happen after that. And the only reason why I believe he's still around, you know, making music is because we kept going, even though we, it, it, it stagnated us, you know, artistically. It really did, man. Like, you know, Finesse really loved Al as far as just, Looking at him as his little brother, as a as a uh, a gifted writer, you know what I'm saying? We all did, but it just as individuals, I can't specifically say how it affected everybody, but I can tell you as a collective, it affected the whole DITC machine as a as a whole. Like it just it it it's like we got stuck in the desert, you know what I'm saying? And it's like yo, all right, so who gonna walk? We're going to take that trek. And it's like, shoot, anybody take that trek, you're going to die first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we had to figure it out, man. We had to figure out if we still wanted to do it again. Or, you know, you know, it, it, it showed. It, we, we all went out and did different projects outside of the crew. Everybody was all over the place. You know, and it, it definitely showed. In, in some work, you know what I'm saying? Some work wouldn't have been the way it sound to some people. And I always tell people this, man, like, you're not going to, that, that goes for me, you, y'all, anybody. You're not going to dig every record that an artist that you, you, you like puts out. It's almost impossible to say you like every album that one of your, your favorite artists Mates, it's not. It's not possible. It's mm -hmm. not, man. It's not humanly possible to say I like all ten albums from this dude. That's not possible. Okay. You know what I mean? And and you know people people blow me off. I'm like, yo, I never fell off. I just chilled out. But how many artists? How many artists? MCs? Know you know that can chill out and do it at will when they want to. Yeah, not many. Name them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you make a great point because uh, usually when you leave, it's not because not you want to. Like when, when, a, when, a, when, a, when a rapper is off the scene, it's not because they chose to be off the scene. Um, so right. You, yeah, that's very rare. Because they fell off. They can't do it no more. Some, to me, 
my my motto is some people are talented, some people it's it's a God given. It's a it's, it's God's gift, like a a solo record said. It's God's gift, like some people can do it forever and at will, and some people can't. And I'm not I'm not tooting my own horn, but I'm like yo, I do this at will. Like I sit down in front of music, and whatever it translates, I speak back to it. And not people, not many people approach it like that. You know what I'm saying? And I can't speak for everybody, but. I know listening to I'm not naming no names, but when I hear certain certain dudes' albums, I'll be like, yo, he need to chill out. <laughs> like <laughs> we we say that quite often. Like, like was, yo, he need to chill out. Yeah. Yeah, there's a retire. lot a lot of people that, that just you know, let that thing go. Yeah, um, yo, I know when it's yo, when it's when when I hear something and I know if I'm making five records in a row and I'm just being sarcastic, and I know everybody in the room or who's ever in the room is like, I'm going to go get me some something to drink. I'm going to stop making music, B. Because <laughs> if I'm not getting your attention with something, then that means it's not there no more. No, that's, 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 the, real, that's the real right there. That's yeah. it. It's over with. <laughs> You have to admit that to yourself, man. You can't, you can't. I want the, the masses being like, yo, he's trash. I'd rather admit that to myself, man. Yo, like, but, you, you know, hip-hop is a lot like boxing, man. Like, like dudes, dudes got to get, like, 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 like. Knocked the ropes. Like, it's, 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 yeah, you got to get knocked out the ring. Like, you, you can't just get knocked out. Or just lose, you gotta get knocked out the ring right. before they be like, "Yo, come on," you, you know. Or, or it's one of those boxes that you just shouldn't fight. Like, you know, it, it's it's funny that you use the acronym because it was a cross-eyed boxer back in the days when Ali and them was in their prime. And know why nobody would fight this dude? I forgot the dude's name. You can look him up. It's a cross-eyed boxer, heavyweight boxer. And he was nice as hell. But Ali's the only one that said, I'm not fighting him because looking at him, you don't know what's coming. <laughs> the art of boxing is reading someone's eyes and their body language. And he was like, yo, I spar with the dude. And I I got hit every time because he was cross-eyed. I couldn't read his eyes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I couldn't be, and, and my pops told me about it. He was like, yo, the dude, he never made it because nobody would fight him. Nobody would fight him. Terms, I mean, uh, Frazier, Foreman, none of them would fight him. Because they're like, yo, this dude is cross-sided. They made it a joke, but this dude was a sparring partner, but he had the potential to be a heavyweight champ, but nobody would fight this dude on a grand scale, because they didn't want to get embarrassed by a cross-sided boxer who was nice. <laughs> Yo, that, that, that sounds, I, I know it's real because I, I've heard it before, but it, it sounds like the setup to a joke. Like, yo, yo cross-sided yeah. boxer came in. But no, that's crazy, though. But, I, I mean, it makes sense when you say it, like, you know, you, you can't read his eyes, because, you know. Kim, yo, the, the art of boxing is reading somebody's, it's not reading their hands. It's reading their body language and their eyes. 
That's that's one yeah. of the, the, the criteria of reading another boxer in the ring. And mad if somebody got Google eyes and you like, yo, I don't know what like and it's, and he mastered the the whole thing of, oh, you trying to read my body language because I'm cross-sided. Because you can't look me in the face. All right. So I'm a, and he would knock dudes out or, or just outpoint them. You know what I'm saying? So I say all that to say I'm the cross-sided MC. Like, a lot of people won't do music with or, or say, you know, on, on the spur of the moment if we bump into each other. But I'm like, yo, I'm that dude that, I'm cross-sided when it comes to this. Like, it's, it's, I can do this at will. Nice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's just what it is. Well, oh, man, we definitely appreciate you rocking with us. And, um, we're going to let you go. But before we do, we wanted, we, Mm -hmm. it's something that we always do here with, um, everybody that comes on to the show. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, a little thing we do called, uh, Tit for Tat. It's just um, mm-hmm. we ask you some questions. You you give us uh, either you know this answer or that answer. Um, so we we got a uh, we got a set of questions that we that we typically ask everybody. Um, so mm-hmm. we're gonna ask them to you. you. You good with that? I'm good. All right. All right. So right off the top, this this, this is the one. Primo or P Rock? Mm. Primo. Midnight Marauders okay. or Low End Theory? Oh my God! <laughs> Low End Theory. Low End Theory. Okay. All right. This 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 one. All right. Word Life or Jewels? Jewels. Jewels. Okay. All right. Um. The kind of some of these are kind of quirky, just to kind of just to get to get to know you. Um, Let's go. So, uh, like when it comes to uh, buffalo wings, uh, bone in or boneless? Bone. <laughs> okay. Um, Knicks, Knicks or Nets? Huh? <laughs> Knicks or Nets? Knicks or Nets? Yeah. No comment. <laughs> no All right, problem. and then also uh, Yankees or Mets? Yankees. Okay, you got it, Phil. All right. Now, oh, all right, here we go. I got one for you. Buck Wild or Diamond D? <laughs> Oh man! I never did a Diamond D track. What for my my anything solo? So I have to say Diamond. Hmm. I never recorded a solo man. record with Diamond. Oh man! You gotta make that happen, though. No, that's crazy. When you, when, <laughs> like when you when you say it out loud. I mean, hey. yeah, that's some weirdo shit right there. Don't ask me why, but. He never did nothing on any of my projects, so I say Diamond. Wait, was you on the Don? You were you wasn't on the Don piece, was you? I'm trying to think. No. Nah, I'm on the, the new joint though. Okay. That's coming. All right. Yeah. Well, all right, man. See, see that that just that just messed me up. That kind of messed up my uh my my, my little <laughs> question because I was like, all right, um, 
lean back or all the way up? Uh, I'm going to say all the way up. All the way okay. up, okay. Yeah. All, all right, the way well, up. We, we, uh, we, we, we we basically just we, we we got a gym right there in terms of you you letting us know that about Diamond D and it, like it never really even occurred to either one of us just now so I, I think we kind of yeah, we, we, we succeeded right there <laughs> yeah me too yeah I, I kind of explained that even, too I don't even think we need to we don't even need to we don't even need to uh say no more <laughs> I mean, yeah that I mean, was it <laughs> whatever man actually I'm from here D. No, no, we we definitely want to know what you have coming up. Uh, you mentioned uh, something about exactly. Europe, and then we noticed you got a project uh, that that's that's currently uh, scheduled to come out soon this year, right? Yeah, yeah, I got uh, um, a project. Well, I got a, a part one, two, and three that me and Showbiz actually executive producing, finishing up. We finishing up called Same Moon, Same Sun. The actual first physical joint that's coming in the next few weeks is free. I'm giving that away. Ooh. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, and Definitely going to look out for that. You know, we're giving that away. Um, I got a project called Pellet Strike I did with Apathy. That's crazy. You know, we got a group called Pellet Striker. And, um... The album is something else. I, I'm I'm real proud of that album. I'm proud of everything I'm doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just wanted to say though, with with all that being said, with all these projects that I'm doing, um, it took it took pass away, and I wish that didn't happen for me to wake up because mm. I look at it as me, you, anybody, any one of our peers. That could have been any one of us. So that just gave me a wake up call to get to work again, man. Because I'm 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 not ready to hang it up yet, and it just I don't I don't know if that sounds correct to say, but it, no, it, I re inspired me, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Looking at him or, or going to his wake took me back to Big L's wake, and it just re inspired me and. You know what I'm saying? God bless his family. And, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? This, these these projects for him, Pumpkinhead, um, everybody we lost in the past two years, two to three years, man. You know, part of our, our, our little uh, conglomerate of whatever you want to call it, hip-hop, rap, music. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is for them. I'm doing this for them, not for me, not just for myself, just, just for them, you know what I'm saying, because, you know, that could have been me, it easily have been me or, or any, any anybody else, you know what I mean, so I'm re-inspired, same old, same sun coming, tell the Striker album coming, and I hope, I hope y'all enjoy it, I hope the people enjoy it, and touching on a lot of things that's going on. And you know, look out for it. Yo, man. Um, what? I mean, that was that was uh, that was perfect, man. Uh, everything you just said, and 
I just want to let you know on behalf of me and Vi and our entire squad, thank you for making quality hip-hop music, man, um, because that's, that's why we do this show. It's, it, it's, it's not making us rich, you know, at least not yet, you know, hope, hopefully one day, but we do this because we, we, res- we, we respect the people that respect their craft, and, you know, you, you, you show that every, every time that you, you, you don't mail it in. Every, every project, I, I was listening to those Rage Cafe projects, you know, mm-hmm. bars the same way you got on trophies, the same way you got on 2Ls. I mean, it, it's never, you know, oh, it's a different platform or whatever, whatever. So I'm, I'm not going to give, you know, my A1. No, you, you always bring, bring it home. So shout out to you. Any, anytime, man, you want, you got a project, anything, you, you know, you, you you can get with us, you know. Let us know. We'll get it out to um, our people, the people that follow us, and and everything. Right. You know, we'll put it out there. So, salute to you. Thank you for rocking with us, and you know, just keep making that quality hip hop music, man. Shout out to the yeah, guy, yeah. T C. Yeah, I got to Gary too. Man. Not even to drag it on, man. No doubt, G made it happen, but I have to reverse <laughs> that without DJs. You know, in the daytime, we in DJs, first and foremost, podcasts, you know, things of this nature. It won't, things like this won't keep thriving. So, please respect the DJ podcast. Please make all the money you can. Don't, don't listen to everything I quote. It's not literal. I'd rather be broke and have a whole lot of respect than me supposed to be broke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it was the acronym of saying I won't sell my music, my soul for for riches. But you're supposed to make a living, a damn good living if you can, and everything coincides. So y'all gonna get that pot, man. You know what I'm saying? As long as y'all keep keep it honest and official, and things gonna open up, the world gonna open up for y'all even more. And you know what I'm saying? So I, I appreciate y'all reaching out to me. I'm happy y'all reached out to me. I'm honored. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's it. Word. Word. We, we going to, um, this, this is going to end like the live version. I'm, a, I'm, we're going, we're going to do a, uh, we're going to do a, uh, a, a archive version for, um, for iTunes and for our SoundCloud. We're going to definitely, yeah. uh, throw some, throw a couple more gems in there. And then, um, I wanted to know if if it was possible if we could get a a, a drop for the show um, that we could use um, for the promo and everything like that. Um, you want me to do a drop over the phone? Yeah, yeah, you can do, you can do it over the phone. I can you can leave it to me as a voicemail, and then I'll um and I can and I can mix it and everything when it, and and make it and make it pretty for uh you know for uh for use on the show. Okay, all right, so. What you need me to do? Um, I I can even I can even text it to you, and then you can just you know I mean it's it's I mean it's real quick you know this is OC. Nah, just 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 text it to me then, and, and okay, I'll make sure it's done in the next few minutes or whatever, and I'll send it right back to you. No doubt. Much much love, oh man. Thank you. Thanks. Um, likewise, man. I thank y'all for having me, man. Appreciate it. You know, 
Appreciation is a small word. There ain't no words on that. No it's bigger than that. And and, and and tell the rest of the squad, um, they're they're more than welcome as well. You're always welcome back. You know, when when the new projects come out, if you if you want to chop it up with us, you know, you know, we can we can do you know, you we can go song for song and you know, you can break down the whole album, whatever whatever you wanna do, man. Our platform is your platform, so Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really right, do. Thanks, man. Okay. Um right, just send me that text, man. Let me let me take care of that for y'all. No doubt. I'm gonna send it to you right now. Okay, brothers. All right, man. All right, man. God bless. Peace. Thank you. No doubt. Peace. They do hip hop better than you. Oh, this is Tissy in the tape. Like that, Daddy. But nothing like a folklore Touch trash where people say bonjour The Netherlands where the weed and the dough stores Halfway legit overlooked by Dutch law My crew on their upteen passport 20 deep rappers need a crash course Born and bred in New York where the views cost Million dollar loss peering down on the asphalt Draped in fatigue, so I blend with crooks at these BK nigga. Indeed, BX next to camp, first cousin, worst summon ghost to anybody close that we consider brothers. Musical seance of some sort, flying phase automated, they respond like a Ouija board. To them unseen forces, I advise you move cautious, bad spirits make me nauseous. nauseous.